What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. My name is Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. It's been a while. We're back in our in our home base. Base. And Just it feels so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, it it's kind of weird because uh we did two episodes with a guest. Yep. But they were recorded on the same day. So it's yeah. been like three weeks since we have recorded a podcast in our normal home base, uh, yeah, in yeah, our yeah. normal squirrely style. So I'm looking forward to this. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about since it's been a while. I know. We have a lot to catch up on. Oh, my God. So much stuff going on. Yeah. How have you been? A uh, bit pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, have you, by any chance, over the last couple of weeks, maybe started any type of revolutionary, life-changing type of challenge or anything like that? Uh, maybe. Nothing comes to mind, honestly. Oh, really? <laughs> Just kidding. I started 75 hard. Whoa, that's so cool. <laughs> I know, I'm so cool. Yeah. I can't stop talking about it. I know, you've just been... I, I guess, I guess, is that what is the challenge exactly? It's just to talk about it as much yeah, as you possibly that's, can. That's part of it. You have to like bring it up as often as you can. 75 times a day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you're definitely hitting that mark <laughs> so well. Good job on that. Thank you. Thank you. So, 75 hard. Yeah. Wow. We're going to jump right into it. Yeah. What, okay. the episode? Talking well, about maybe stuff? Maybe give like a little brief synopsis of what we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. You, know, you want me to do give, that? Give a little overview oh, for the okay. people. All right, so it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a little while. Catherine is, is on a life-changing journey of <laughs> 75 hard. Uh, we're going to dive into that, see what that's all about. I'm excited. We also, we got a new shop. We got a new shop. We got a new shop. It's and that's cool. also going to mean a new, fully bid out, fully built out, <laughs> fully built out, built out fully, state-of-the-art, revolutionary podcast studio it's gonna be sweet i can't wait it's gonna be freaking amazing right now a little dusty so dusty (laughs) insanely dusty it is like the peak uh warehouse look yeah a bit dusty a bit crusty a lot of work and hard labor gonna have to go into it to make it what we want it, but it's going to be you know so anybody for that? Cool. I think I know a team of pretty qualified people. To really? Do yeah. Yeah, my friend Ant's pretty good at that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, he actually explicitly said he wasn't going to help us. So yeah. I think it's just me and you. <laughs> yeah, it might be. That's okay. We'll I think we're qualified. Done. Yeah, we're going to get it done. Yeah. It's going to be great, and I'm so excited. Oh, wait. This is just the synopsis part. Sorry. We, let's not dive into it okay. too much. Right, okay, we'll new back. shot. Sorry. Put that on the bullet list. Uh, and then, I, well, since I just said bullet, you know what it reminded me of? What? That my new nickname. Oh, People yeah. started calling me the silver bullet because <laughs> of my gray hair. Yeah, Instead of really, silver fox. It's caught on like wildfire. Everyone's <laughs> yes, <laughs> like yeah. the silver bullet. I know. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> actually, I just came up with it yesterday. I thought it was so cool. So uh, as soon as I left work, I texted Aunt. Hey, by the way, uh, I want to be referred to as the silver bullet uh, from now on. So I think he's into it. Did he say it today? He didn't. No, but, no, but- he, he's going to, I think. <laughs> Anyway, we're getting sidetracked already. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Really on brand for Mm -hmm. us. Uh, Okay. Mm -hmm. Also, I just read a one of the best books I've ever read. So I'm excited to talk about that. Ooh, okay. It's called Shoe Dog. Hmm. Little doggy shoes? No. Oh. And it's also not like shoe dog. Like get out of here. Yeah. Uh, Shoe dog is somebody that 
gives their whole life to shoes. Like a collector? No. Not that. Like they, it's their passion. Footwear. A cobbler. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. There are so many people that, that would qualify, like that qualify under that. Oh, there's, there's a lot. A yeah. For it. Okay. Well, you figure you got how many billion people on the earth? Like eight, eight billion. Okay. That's roughly 16 billion feet. Yeah. Yeah. Give Most of those people have shoes. Most people have many pairs of shoes. Somebody's got to get jacked up about shoes, right? Oh, yeah. Making them and stuff. So it's a book by Phil Knight, who is the co-founder of Nike. And it was so, so interesting. It was okay. super interesting. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. And then the main attraction this week is going to be, today was the last day on a big job. One of the biggest jobs that we've ever done. And everything went so smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Everything went so smooth, and a lot of times we talk about all the things that are going wrong and how we're going to fix them. I think it worked, because I think we fixed a lot yeah, of them. Yeah, I would say so. So we're going to go over that as well. Yeah. You got anything else you want to no, add? I think that's it. I think that's going to be a full episode, just those things. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're just going to like seriously talk about 75 hard the whole time, and Probably. it's going to be hard to really pop- uh, get anything else in. I'm going to pop it in as, as often as I can, that's for sure. Great. Really looking forward to that. Okay, well, let's get into it. Okay. What are we drinking today? I'm drinking a water. Because you're doing 75 hard. <laughs> and you're not drinking anything. I'm not drinking anything because uh, I wanted out of solidarity, not drink. Okay. I was actually just running a little bit late. Mm. So All right. didn't well, get anything. Well, I think, so 75 hard is like however many weeks that is. 75? Uh, I, it's like 10 and a like half ten, weeks. Yeah. Seven so, days in a week. For the next... However many weeks I want to do, like, and we'll be in our new podcast studio. We'll be in our new podcast studio. So we'll have much more, like, we'll have our all our stuff there. What we're going to do, we mix you up a regular cocktail, and I'm going to do a yeah. mocktail version. So That sounds great. Yeah, it'll be. And we're going to have a fully stocked bar. Oh, it's going to be so yeah. great. So we can go back to our roots of actually making, like, Yeah, real remember we did that, like, for three episodes? <laughs> that was going to be kind of, like, an integral part of the, uh, <laughs> of the thing that we do, but then that quickly went by the wayside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, logistically, it was tough. It was tough, and it was always buying, like... Like, a huge handle of vodka, and then, like drinking like not that much of it yeah and then it was like well we gotta buy a bunch of other stuff yeah yep, yep. so that whole situation but it's gonna be good in the new studio yeah yeah i'm really excited wait we you're can... jumping portions we can't talk about the studio oh studio we gotta yet. go in order all right we're talking <laughs> about 75 hard 75 hard it is a life-changing thing that you post on your instagram every day every day so i don't know that much about it why don't you enlighten me Okay, 75 hard. It is. Honestly, when I first heard about it, I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't want to do it. But the more I thought about it and like how I could put it into my day, I thought it would be really helpful. So anyway, the things you have to do. You have to work out twice a day for 45 minutes and one of them has to be outside. Wow. You have to drink a gallon of water. You have to take a progress picture every day. You have to read 10 pages of a book. You have to pick a diet and stick to it. It can be any diet. And no alcohol and no cheat meals. I think that's it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot. So it is. It is. And is. It is. <laughs> okay. Um, yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> okay. Tell me. Elaborate, no, please. So like, I feel like I'm going to struggle on the weekends when I have no structures to my day. But like, by the time like 630 or 7 comes around, like I'm done on my things for the day. Right. So like I wake up at 445, which I was doing any, anyway. 
Right. I get up, I do my my 45 minute workout, I read my 10 pages, I take my progress picture. Right. I plan out my water consumption during the day. I like put it in different water bottles so I can keep track of it. Nice. I come home, I do my last workout. I'm done. Yeah. And I don't cheat on my diet. I just for my diet I picked um no added sugars. I can have fruit sugars, but I can't have like artificial added sugars. Huh. No sugars and no junk food, but I feel like junk food, there's no junk food that doesn't have added sugars. Yeah. That's kind of the whole point right. of junk food. So exactly. That's, it's kind of under that same umbrella. Yeah. So how long has it been? Has it been a week yet? This today is my sixth day. Wow. So you're I'm almost like 10% an expert. there. <laughs> uh, how are you liking it so far? I really love it. I actually really? really, really have been enjoying it. And like, I'm sleeping so good. My energy level is like off the charts. I'm up or down up. Okay. That's up, good. Off the charts up. Great. Um, I feel great. And like, um, one of the, wor- one of the workouts can be a walk. Like the workouts can be anything. It can be yoga, a walk. It can be heavy weight lifting. It can be whatever you want. As long as your intention is to do something to get better. Okay. So what I've been doing most nights, I either go for like a jog walk combo situation or just go for a walk. Okay. Which was already my goal for February was to walk outside every right. day. So it fit right in. Love that. And that has been like, I feel like I've, I'm like popping antidepressants or something because you're like also it doing, helps. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh. not doing drugs, oh, but it okay. feels that way because like the, the, just going outside for a walk every day, like really helps my mental health for some reason. Wow. Are you wearing shoes? So I have been in an amazing mood. Um, what? Are you wearing shoes? I am wearing shoes. Like currently or wa- during the walks? I see you're wearing shoes now. Yes. During the walks. Also during the walks, I do wear shoes. Okay. <laughs> It can be very, very grounding. Yeah, that's like... Touch with the earth. Yes. But think, it's something to think about. It's a, a little cold, though. A bit chilly. Um, and I'm walking, like, on uh, asphalt, usually. Yeah. So... In the street? In the street, yeah. In the street? Usually on the street, yeah. Well, I walk... It's dark when I walk. And then if I'm on the sidewalk, it's like everything's like... You're, like, walking near bushes and stuff. Scary. You could get hit by a car. You have lights? I see cars coming. Do you have lights on? No. No. Reflective? No, I carry a knife. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. And so I carry... If, um, if a car tries to hit you, I can you stab pop their it. tires, yeah. Perfect, that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. What else? Um, I also have a little flashlight with me. And the pepper spray, right? And the pepper spray, yeah. All right. Um, but yeah... Don't come like, after Catherine when she's walking because you, yeah, you will get pepper attacked. sprayed, stabbed, and <laughs> then humiliated with flashlight in your eyes. So yeah, don't try I, uh, it. Yeah, I'm I'm strapped up. But even like the other night, I had a ton of stuff to do. I still had to go for a walk. I needed to go. I needed to cook dinner and I needed to get some stuff from the grocery store. I walked my butt to the grocery store and back. What? And that that was. Where? What? Lidl. 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 Oh, my God. You walked there? I walked there. Yeah. Did you walk back? I walked back. With all the groceries in your hand? It was just I didn't have. It wasn't like a full load of groceries. I had like one bag of groceries and then I walked back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good job. And I love it. I, I seriously, like, if if I were listening to myself say all these things before, I would have been like, that's ridiculous. That's but I really, insane. like, now that I'm actually doing all these things, I feel like it really helps. Mm. I will say, the downside, though, my God, a gallon of water is so much water. So much water? And it made my stomach hurt so bad from having to drink, like, consume that much liquid. Yeah. And then... Peeing just constantly all day. Yeah. It's like falling out of me. I have to pee a thousand times a day. Still? Uh, I'm getting better now, but still like pretty frequently. Huh. Which Interesting. Adds a little element of uh, 
surprise of anxiety when you're like on a 45 minute walk and you're like gotta pee (laughs) where am i gonna be i have to pee so something to think about if you're trying to plan this into your day bathroom breaks i feel like me drinking a gallon of water that would probably be good for me i have not been drinking a lot of water at all i think that you maybe i'll maybe i'll try the water part yeah because i'm pretty happy with my uh physical challenge Mm -hmm. i'm not physically challenged my physical challenge that I've set up for <laughs> right. myself. Right, right, right. Uh, running. Yeah, you're doing great. Thank you so much. I do appreciate that so much uh, for the support. Mm-hmm. It's not 75 hard, but no, it's... No, uh, you, you set your goal. It's and, a cute, and little, cute little goal. Oh, you're cute little yeah, goal. Yeah, a little running. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just kidding. It is really good that you're doing that. I also signed up for an ultra marathon. Yeah, that's great. So forget regular marathon. Went straight to ultra. Ultra. I mean, it's kind of TBD. It's just an eight-hour loop. You just run for eight hours to see how far you can get. And how far is this loop? It's like 3.8 miles Mm, or something like that. Maybe, I don't know, something. It's around Cooper River. I was kind of envisioning it as like a, you know, like when in in high school. Yeah, in high school when you run around a track, I was like, that would be like a good way to make somebody go insane. Definitely, (laughs) definitely. Uh, No, this is you run around uh, Cooper River and my friend Tom did it this past December and he got 30 miles. That's incredible. And like the longest he had ever run before that was like 10. Wow. Before that day. Wow. So it's Good it's mostly him. a mental challenge. Yeah. But uh, I love distance running. Hmm. Uh, I've always enjoyed it since high school. And longest I've ever ran was about 18 miles. Wow. But that was a while ago. We're that talking. Was in high that was 2008. Okay. God, that's 15 years ago. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wow. All okay. right. Well, I'm going to be training a lot. So yeah. uh, this month, uh, my goal is 55 miles. So I'm um, also, you know, doing a little, little weightlifting. Yeah. Doing a little weightlifting. Just trying to, to stay consistent. Out. So. Love that. I don't need 75 hard. I'm just staying consistent and just trying to stick to my goals here. Yeah. All right. I like 75 hard just because, I mean, it's just 75 days. I can take 75 days out of my life to try something and. Yeah. I think when I, I mean, I like it so far, and I think that there are going to be times when it's really difficult to fit it into your day. Yeah. But I think when I'm done, I'm going to have this, like, f- sense of accomplishment that I finished something, and then I'll be done, so. Have you had any days yet where, like, your mind's kind of creeping in, like, this is stupid. Why am I even doing this? This is so <laughs> dumb. Like, just stop. This is <clears throat> pointless. No. You're going to have that self-talk. you oh, got to beat sure. it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's definitely going to, I mean, there's going to be highs and lows for sure. Okay. And today was my first day that um was like really difficult like scheduling like i have so much to pack into today that i didn't like i haven't worked out yet at all no i haven't done my workout yet and it's four o'clock so i'm gonna have to after this i have an art class but i think i'm gonna have to skip it get uh, get a workout out and another thing about 75 hard the two workouts can't be consecutive like you can't like put it together and work out for an hour and a half you have to oh. work out and then go do something else and then go do your other workout. So I'm going to have to. How like, long is there like a time in between that you have to, or it just has um, to be separate? I think it just has to be like you mindfully stop working out, do something else, and then go do something, then go back to it. You want to just like but. run in place while we're doing this? <laughs> That's, oh man. But yeah, this is the first, I like, I woke, I had so much to do this morning. I woke up, I, I, I woke up at 4.45. I did like sit and have my coffee and read my pages. So I knocked right. that out. Um, but then I had a ton of paperwork that I had to do and then I had to do some work and then I had a friend's, uh, grandmother's funeral to go to. And then there was a luncheon afterwards. And then I had to come here. And now after this, I have art class. So it's just like, where does that 
Where does it fit in? Where does it fit in? Yeah. But that's the thing. You got to make it fit in. So yeah. that's what I'll be doing later. And you you better do it because it would be so embarrassing if I know, <laughs> like we just talk about <laughs> and we're talking about like so much and it's like, oh, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, I think you can do it. I'm going to do it. You I are. Know I'm there you go. It, so that's It'll the attitude fine. to have. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with 75 hard? Mm. Uh, no, I think that's it. Cool. You got any questions? You said you're going to ask me a bunch of questions. Uh, so. I really didn't have that many <laughs> questions about it. I think that, uh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's for me. I think really like the two workouts <clears throat> a day, just, uh, I don't know. I just think that that's excessive. I, I like that one can be a walk. Yeah. It's gotta be outside, but, uh, I think that 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 appeals to my standard way of operating, which is like so extreme. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll do this. And and not only am I going to do two workouts, uh, every, I'm going to run five miles every day as one of the workouts. Uh, that's like, that would be something that would be really appealing to me. Mm-hmm. I've really been consciously trying to not do that and just be consistent because yeah. then it's just like, highs and lows and uh, and I'm really into something and then I, I kind of fall off of it and then go the opposite direction. So I've just been trying to stay consistent. Yeah, that's great. Is that is that okay? That's great. Thank you so You're much. Doing I, a great job, I do appreciate that <laughs> so much for your support. <sighs> it means a lot. It really, yeah, really yep, does. Yep, yep, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Uh I guess that's it. Uh yep. we'll probably check back in next yeah. week on that. Okay. Uh see how you're making out. Hopefully you're still doing it. I will be. <laughs> that's the attitude. <laughs> Uh, All right. Should we talk about our, our studio more a little bit? Our what? Studio. Studio. Podcast studio. Podcast studio slash shop. Slash shop. I mean, let's not. Slash warehouse. Let's not just like gloss over the fact that it, it is going to be like a shop. We're going to be like, Plenty we're going to, you know, yeah. like the podcast studio part <laughs> is going to be the coolest part of it. Obviously. But, uh, so up until now, we've never had a shop space. No. It's been like some stuff in my garage at home, not a lot of stuff at all. Like most stuff just stays yeah. in the trailer, goes job to job. And, uh, and it's been like a little bit problematic, I guess not like problematic, but like yeah. at the end of the job, I feel like there's like a lot of things that we're just like, all right, let's just take this to the next job. And then it sits there and it's like, it's not even something that we're going to use there, Yeah, but it's like, well, we'll just keep it there and then we'll move it to the next job. And there was starting to be like a lot of things like that. There was just like a little bit too much stuff that isn't like standard stuff in the trailer. It just stays in there. Uh, so it was becoming kind of a pain and we needed just like a spot to put stuff. My house is not the best spot to, to be keeping stuff. So uh, I decided, you know what? It's time. It's time. It's time to get a shop. It's time to get a shop. Uh, I put it off for so long, I think, because I love the idea of having low overhead. It's been one of my foundational things that uh, I've kind of built the business around because mm-hmm. less overhead equals more freedom. Yeah. I love freedom. For sure. What's not to love about freedom, you know? <laughs> so sing some sort of free song, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. Uh, free Bird? Freedom. Freedom. That one. Oh, yeah. Freedom. Isn't that in like a, that's in like a, <clears throat> a commercial for like a razor? <laughs> razor. Or maybe I, I'm I'm thinking like of the car. Venus song. Mm. Your fire. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. The Venus. <laughs> I got nothing. The Venus razor. Not what? I know what the Venus razor is. I don't know what that song is. Uh, It's something Venus. 
Light my mm. fire, my desire. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll pull it up later. Don't worry okay. about it. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? We're talking about freedom. <laughs> I've kind of built <laughs> as a foundational part of my business strategy. It's always been low overhead. Uh, you know, make it work. And, you know, you sacrifice some things like, you know, sometimes we're getting rid of a little bit of excess material at the end of a job because we don't really have somewhere to store it. And yeah, you're kind of getting rid of some stuff. Maybe you would have used that uh, on a future project, but you know, you kind of throw some stuff away and you don't have that monthly payment of a shop. So it kind of yeah. evens out, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was getting to the point where I think we need it. Uh, it's going to save so much time uh, being able to podcast, just have everything set up. Yeah. Just sit I'm down really and go. I'm looking forward to that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we, and we, you know, we can just like get it set up a little bit, a little bit nicer. You know, we can, we can put some more time into it because this is, this is your dad's shop. This is, yeah. He's very gracious for letting us use it. Yeah. For our, for our little passion project <laughs> podcast here. But, uh, it's going to be so nice to have our own space and, uh, you know, also be able to, we, we got some, we got some ideas of stuff that we want to start kind of building in the shop. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Should I tell people what it is? Yeah. Should I? Mm, I don't know. Do you want to? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, we always have so many scraps and everything of decking. Oh, we're going to start building some furniture out of it. Yeah. Some like really sick stuff. And I'm excited about it because uh, I'm just looking forward to the challenge of like designing some really cool furniture. Yeah. You know, what could be better than furniture? Yeah. You could it's sit like on perfect it. Perfect compliment to what we do. You could put a drink on it. You can. You can yeah. put food on it. Yeah, sure can. You can sit around it and yeah. eat food with uh, <laughs> with your friends or family. Yeah. Everybody probably knows what furniture is, right? Uh, I think, uh, yeah. If they, yeah. If they didn't, I think they do now. Could you explain it so <laughs> I explained well. <laughs> it so well, yeah. Okay, perfect. But uh, we've got so many cool ideas of things that we can do and, uh, you know, like folding boards and, and doing all kinds of cool stuff. So I've got some ideas in my head. I can't wait to, um, you know, have a spot to, to go on rain days. Yeah. You know? No more rain days. No more rain days. <laughs> so that's going to be fun. We can build furniture on rain days. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And just hang out. We'll get to hang out together. It's going to be great. It's going to be really fun. I really fun. just, I have this vision in my brain of us opening the big bay door on a Grilling. beautiful day and just hanging out. Yeah. Been working, but. Maybe have know. a couple suds. Ooh, yeah. That'd be fun. A couple suds. That would be, that would be nice. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, more on that later. You'll see it because yeah. we'll be, we'll be in there. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm super excited. We talked about the, the design for like the little podcast studio portion of it. And I think it's going to be sick. Yeah, I think we came up with some pretty cool ideas. Kind of on brand for us. Uh, yeah, as always. As always. <laughs> okay. Uh, enough about the shop. Oh, okay. let me talk about this book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Can I? I'm. Yes, I'm monitoring time, and this is a perfect time for you to start talking. Oh, about okay. That book. Why? Yeah. What time are we at? We're at 23 minutes, but I know oh. we're gonna. You know, the main attraction is gonna take a while. So the main attraction is good. So stay tuned because <laughs> it's coming right up after I talk about this amazing <laughs> book, uh, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. It is uh, written by the co-founder of Nike. Oh, the co-founder. Co-founder. He's got a buddy. He's got a buddy. So it, it was it was really interesting because um, have you ever heard of Nike? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. It sounds familiar. Uh, they got the swoosh. 
Just do it. Uh, I don't think that's how it's pronounced, but uh, I think it's the Shia LaBeouf thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember do that it. viral right? video. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so it was such an interesting story because I I feel like Nike is one of obviously the biggest brands in the entire world, yeah. uh, and a lot of other similar brands like Apple and Microsoft and you know these other like huge brands, Amazon you, you kind of like know a little bit more about the founders, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like just in the, in the zeitgeist. Right. It's just out there. You're like, oh yeah, Jeff yeah. Bezos, you know, he was a little scrawny nerdy looking guy and then he got rich and now he's like got muscles and hair again, you know, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But anyway, um, we might have to edit that out. Yeah, we're going to cancel. Jeff, yeah. Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> we need Jeff on our side. Jeez. We're trying to, you know, do this audible subscription thing for the oh, no. $5 we get or something. No Sean. one signed up for it. Uh, sorry, Jeff. You're tanking her. You look great now, Jeff. Money has done you well. Oh, my God. I would be so handsome if I was insanely rich. <laughs> Did you know Elon Musk what had no do? hair? What would you do if you were insanely rich to make you... Look gorgeous or whatever you just I said. don't know. But like they they probably have like a a person that's like, oh, you need to do this and this. Elon Musk had like no hair. He looked like some weird lab rat. And now he's got full head of hair. That's not true. Elon Musk? Oh, you'll look into that. Okay. You'll I'll, look into that. I'll give it a Google. But do you know who his mom is? She was like a, a model. She's beautiful. No, I didn't know that Say at all. Say Musk. Oh, okay. I'll Google Elon, you Google Faye. Okay. All right. Anyway, back to Phil Knight. So it's about Nike. And obviously, everyone knows Nike. I didn't really know anything about this man. And mm -hmm. the book is basically documents his entire journey of starting uh, the business. And then it kind of ends at the point of their IPO. Okay. Which was maybe like 1980-ish, 82 maybe. But anyway, that's where it ends. I feel like. Yeah, well, that's I feel like Is there a sequel. No, no, no. But like from then, it's just like and the rest is history. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the rest of the story. But the beginning, he actually started out. So he was a lifelong runner. He ran at uh, University of Oregon. OK. Track and field distance runner, all that kind of stuff. And when he graduated college he also has an mba and uh is a an accountant certified all that kind of stuff so he was on track to be like a typical you know professional uh, an accountant he worked for some sort of accountant consulting company and all that kind of stuff but his passion was shoes and he started this like kind of side business as a shoe distributor called blue ribbon shoes and his whole thing was he was distributing these shoes called Tigers. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were a Japanese shoe and they were very big in track and field and everything. So that was like his plan was to uh, bring these shoes over and develop the U.S. market for these Tiger shoes for the Onitsuka brand. Mm -hmm. it, it's very, his life is very heavily influenced by Japanese culture and everything. It's very interesting. Is he Japanese? No, no, he's not. He's from Oregon. Okay. But anyway, uh, it goes through this whole thing. And there's there's many years before Nike actually starts. And the whole time you're you're reading it, you're like, okay, like this is so interesting. Like this, he, he's bringing over these other brand of shoes. And the whole time, you know, at some point, Nike starts. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, 
it's all of this stuff about how he just like doubts himself and he's like he doesn't know what he's doing and he and he's really just trying to like scrape along and this whole time Nike doesn't even exist yet. Like he, he's trying to grow this other thing of distributing somebody else's shoe. And the thing that led him to start Nike was this company tiger, uh, was being not super reliable with shipments and everything like that. And they wouldn't give him a long-term deal on exclusive distribution. Uh, and by this point they had like a really good distribution network, but, the shoes like weren't coming in time. Like they couldn't really build on it. So they were like, you know what? We, we have all these connections. We have this distribution. Let's start our own shoe line. And his co-founder was, uh, Bill Bowerman, who is like a legendary track and field coach at the university of Oregon. He's like very famous man. Mm -hmm. And through all of this stuff of working with tiger, they were actually like developing all of these like new uh, techniques and technology around shoes, like around the the cushioning and and all this kind of stuff. And the Bowerman guy, he was like testing it on his runners. So they were making these crazy advancements in shoes, and they were giving them to Tiger. And Tiger was like making all these like improved shoes, and the shoe changed in like crazy. And then at the end of it. Tiger really, really, really screwed up. They didn't believe in Phil. They were messing with him. But Phil believed in Phil. Phil believed in Phil. And then he was like, you know what? We're going to start Nike. Hmm. And he actually hated that name. Initially, he wanted uh, the name he wanted was Sixth Dimension. Oh, I don't think that would have went as well. No, I don't think so at all. (laughs) But it was just super interesting because where did Nike come from then? Nike is the goddess of victory. I know that, but why did he choose Nike if he didn't like it? Uh, because by this point, like he had a lot of people working around him. Uh, there was like a, a core group of people that that kind of were hustling this this whole thing from the beginning. And when they went to make their own shoes, uh, it was kind of like a group effort of coming up with a name. And they had you know hundreds of ideas, and uh, that's what they settled on. But it was just really cool to like listen to a story about a brand like Nike and you just hear him talk about the journey and it's not like, like it just puts it in perspective how human somebody like that is. Like they don't know what they're doing. There's so much stress. There's so much uncertainty. There's like so many times the business was close to just going out of business. And I think that that just, I love stories like that because as a business owner, it feels like, Sometimes when you don't know what to do, you don't know what the next move is. You don't know if this is the right thing. You start to doubt yourself. And and then you read this book. This guy founded Nike. Yeah. So I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Sounds like a great book. Thank you. I, I mean, I didn't write it. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway. so who's the co-founder? Bill Bowerman. The Oregon guy. The track coach, yeah. Oh. So is he like the silent guy? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. He's de- he's passed on. Oh, okay. Now, but uh, yeah, it, he was like the one that was uh really instrumental in coming up with these new advancements in the shoe itself. Mm-hmm. And he was testing them on on the runners, and uh, and it was also really interesting to like hear how they started getting athletes to wear their stuff. Like, that's obviously, like, 
one of the biggest things with yeah. Nike is like everyone wears Nikes. And it's weird to even think of a time when like Adidas and Converse were like the huge players in basketball or track and field. It's like, you know, I'd say almost every single NBA team wears Nikes. You don't see anybody wearing Converse. Yeah. But wasn't that long ago. That's true. So I loved it. I thought it was an amazing book. It left me feeling all jacked up, ready to run too. Yeah. It's a good book to run. So yeah, I've been while you're running. Yeah. I was listening to it while I was running on the treadmill. So uh, anyway, all right, check it out, everybody. Yeah. If you want a free audible book, click our link in the description. Yeah. (laughs) Is that enough about that book? I think so. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to add? Sounds very inspirational. It was. It was super good. Yeah. You jacked up? I'm jacked up. All right. I'm already jacked Let's up. Let's go. I'm operating on level 75. Wow. That's so cool. I'm just a regular person that doesn't have the dedication for stuff like that. So you are superior. Thank you. In thank every you. single way yeah, I'm, I'm, to I'm everyone finally, else out there. I'm glad you're like letting me know that. That's, that's Yeah. Thank you. No, no problem. No problem. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about our job. Oh, okay. <laughs> main attraction. We're here. Finally. We're at the main attraction now. Um, yeah, because recently you you always have been saying like, oh, we got to get better at all these things. And I was like, we have gotten better. Look how well this job went. We got better. We did all those things we said we were going to do and we got better and it worked. Yeah. So how are you feeling? Are you feeling? I'm jacked up. You're jacked up about that too? I'm jacked up about everything in general yeah but also that in particular yeah and normally i'm stressed out at the end of jobs yeah not stressed at all nope too blessed to be stressed too blessed to be stressed <laughs> so yeah well i everything went well wrapping up this job our next job we got the permit in like a day that went couldn't have gone smoother could not have gone smoother <laughs> so really we're firing on all cylinders cylinders we're firing We're on all firing cylinders. All cylinders. Let's break it down. Let's okay. break down all yeah. the things that went really well. So this was one of the biggest jobs that we've ever done. Yes. I'd say it was it was probably the most multifaceted. Yeah, there was a lot that went into it. There was yeah. a lot of features and like little things and this and that. And there was like a zillion uh, kitchen appliances and heaters and speakers and lights and retractable screens, fireplace and retractable screens and other stuff. So much stuff. So much stuff. So, yeah. What? What's? What's? Name one thing that uh, was the number one factor of of having this one go smooth. Having processes in place. Processes. Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to attribute this. Is to that? This. Is it- what is that? The, is, is that the plural? Pro, processes, process, processes, processes, processes. I <laughs> is that how you say it? Processes. That's how people say it in the corporate world. Oh, okay. But I I feel like you could say it either way. Okay, I'm just trying to think. If I was in a conversation, how would I say it? I think processes, but I like processes. To me, I feel like makes you sound like a robot. Processes, processes sounds like something that you intentionally set up and it is your, like, we set up and put in place certain processes. protocol that is our process. Love it. Those are our processes. But if you're just talking about like, yeah, we, you know, these are our processes. It's definitely more fancy. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Sorry to distract um, you. Yeah, I fine. just really caught my attention. <laughs> it was like a shiny object. Yeah. That I 
Couldn't ignore. Okay. <laughs> Back to it. Um, This job started off with a delayed situation. So <laughs> Big delayed situation. Yeah. But we're not counting that as part of the job, to be clear. <laughs> to be clear, that's not part of the job. Oh, God, this job. one didn't go smooth. <laughs> no, that's not part of it. Once we got there. Once we got there. It went amazingly well. Yes, and we had everything that we needed to, to get there. And we would have been just as prepared had we started on the day that we expected to start. We yeah. were ready. We had all the things ordered. We had all of our our other ducks in a row. We were like totally ready to start that job. The township just wasn't ready for us to show, start the job. Yeah, they were. They were <laughs> just like they were too excited. They weren't ready for yeah. us yet. They were they like, were, "We got yeah. more. We got to get prepared <laughs> for you guys." Um, we're gonna do a ribbon cutting <laughs> for Premier Outdoor Living. Uh, they didn't do that. No, no, no. We they did should. Have cops stop by and they they liked it, and uh, the neighbors all like it now. The neighbors yeah. are stopping by saying "locked in for justice," and yeah, people are into it. Um, but anyway, so remember when that cop stopped and he was like. Hey, you're under arrest. And I was like, whoa, what? And he was like, for building something that's so cool. I was like, that's awesome, dude. Remember that? that? Yeah, it was pretty sick. (laughs) That didn't happen. I didn't remember it, so I didn't didn't know if it did or not. But (laughs) (laughs) But a cop stopped and was like, hey, I follow you guys on uh, YouTube. You guys do awesome work. And we're like, oh, that's awesome. And every time they drive by, it's like they go real slow. Yeah. Looking at what we're doing. And we've been parking on a side of the street <laughs> yeah. that, like, it says no parking this side of the street and no other cars around, but, yeah. like, there's, like, eight of our vehicles. It's not even no parking on that side of the street. It's just no parking on this street at all. Yeah, and we're and just, we're like... Just all over it. Yeah, we are... They don't care. Yeah, they, um, they didn't. But, yeah, so our processes... Sorry, did I distract you again? A little bit, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> have been really nailed down. We made sure to have all of our, all of our materials there. Yes. All of our... Um, inspections yep those were none of that held us up we had that humming yeah everything just went really well and if you had was there you, you're gonna attribute it to processes um uh i guess so yeah what do you contribute it to morning meeting oh okay yeah yeah i like that because i think that we just we were really able like the most important thing to a job going smooth i think is being forward thinking yeah. thinking okay this is what we're doing now but more importantly what are we what do we need to prepare for so that that is here and we're ready to do that thing when it comes time to do that right. and that's it seems very easy and straightforward and simple to do that like yeah what's well, going to go on next week but you really have to be focused on that and i'm not gonna lie that's tough for me yeah it's a you? little tough for me yeah I, i've sometimes, never heard that before <laughs> sometimes i can get a little scattered but <laughs> Having that morning meeting, going over not only what we're doing that day, but what we are trying to accomplish so that we can be ready for X task, it keeps everybody on the same page as to like what needs to be here. Um, and we can just have those conversations out loud. Like, it can be like, okay, so, um, you know, where are we at with the uh, UFP edge? You know, is that is that in process? Is it in transit? When are we getting that? Uh, you know, do you have the order for the PVC trim yet? Let's get that ordered so that, uh, you know, we can just run with it next week. And like just continually having those conversations, I think has been uh, a game changer and really just helping me stay focused on like not getting too tied up in what we're doing right now, but staying on top of the things that are coming up next, which is, 
probably always the bottleneck. What? Like finishing one thing and then being like, okay, now we're ready to do this thing. Like, oh, we forgot to order it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we need it. Right, right, right. Now we have nothing to do because <laughs> it's not here. And that's, I yeah. mean, that's a little dramatic, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We definitely fell into that trap a couple of times, and I think that um, we fixed it. We're good now. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we just fixed it, and we're good now. That's it. So, I think we got, uh, I think we got, we nailed it. Signing we nailed off. It down and uh, we figured it all yeah, out, and we're good. We now. are, I, I guess we won? I think so. I think we did, yeah. Yay. Congratulations. The final boss was myself the whole time. <laughs> I just had to beat myself. Wow. <laughs> Uh, no, but I think, you know, even with the, this job that went super smoothly, I think we learned some things and then we'll yeah. go to our next job and our next job is not quite as big as yeah. this one, not nearly as big. And, uh, I think this one, we're just really going to knock out of the park I agree. and quickly. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And the nice thing, uh, with everything going so smoothly on this current job that we just finished today, mm -hmm. uh, not only did we stay on top of that. We stayed on top of getting ready for the next job. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh, we're done. All right, well, what's next? We already have uh, the footings installed for the next job. Yep. We have the lumber there. We have the uh, decking there. Yep. We have the railing. We have the stone ordered. We do, yeah. Like We are we are just humming on all cylinders. Oh gosh, great job, Sean. We're a great, great job. Catherine? Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much. You are welcome. It was, I, I don't want to, you know, I'm just going to, yeah, it was all because of me. Yes. Yeah. I did an amazing <laughs> job. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Obviously we all did a great job and yeah, you did too, Catherine. You did oh, such you. a good job. Thank you so much. Uh, really just, it's a, it's a, I, I think that we have uh, created a, a web of accountability. Yes. Everyone's on top of each other. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like a web of accountability. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And I'm just like the fly that gets stuck in the web. <laughs> and it's coming over to eat me. Oh, no. <laughs> Watch out there, Sean. Yeah. Anyway. I like that. I like that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one. It was a good one. Like it's Tom like, and I are the web. You are the fly. And then Ant is the spider. And Jose... I guess there's another web. He's the rain. Rain washed the spider down. Sun comes out and he climbs up the spout again. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, that's, that's great. <laughs> that's great. That's so great. Great to. Yeah. Uh, it is nice to have a win though and, and not come on here and be like, these are all the things we did wrong. <laughs> these are all the things we uh, suck at. We're oh, idiots. We had a win. Yay. Yeah. We did a great job. <laughs> We business people, very good <laughs> at life and business work, uh, craftsmen people. Yeah. All right. You want to do secret questions? Secret question. We've had so much time to think of a secret question. I expect you have a phenomenal one for me. Let's hear it, Sean. Go. Of course I do. Uh, it's been ah, just like I've been wanting to ask it for like three weeks. So it's just been stewed up inside of me. Uh, okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. What is something that was on your bucket list and you checked off? And what's something that's still on there yet to be done? What do you think of that one? Mm, that's a great one. Thank you. One. Appreciate that. It was a good one. Something that was on my bucket list. And was it to work for Premier Outdoor Living? Yes. 
Makes sense. Yes. Makes sense. It's a good. It's on a lot of people's yeah, yeah, list. Yeah, I bet. Was it to be a guest on this podcast? No, I haven't been a guest on this podcast yet. Because I'm a co-host. Trick question. Good job. <laughs> um, I feel like when I was a kid, I really, really wanted to move to Los Angeles. For some reason, I thought that that was like really cool. Yeah. I did that. That's awesome. Wasn't as cool as I thought it was, but glad that I experienced it to know my fully formed opinion on it now. It's awesome. But I really thought that that was like the coolest place on earth. And that's why I, I needed to go there. And it's there. not? Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. What's the coolest part about it? I've never been there. To Los Angeles? I no. I had been there. No? Oh. Um, it's it's so cool that like every, like the weather's perfect all the time. Oh, really? You just walk down the street and you see like celebrities all the time. What, like me? <laughs> I mean, I see a celebrity every day at work. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Hilarious. Um, no, but seriously, you walk down the street and you see celebrities like all the time in Los Angeles. Really? Yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. Really? Like all who? the time, yeah. Like Who? Like one time, um, who's the most famous person? Like who's the coolest person that you saw? Jared Leto. Cause he's handsome. And I liked him when I was younger. He's the lead singer of 37 Thir- yeah. Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was in like Requiem for a dream. Right. That's yeah. 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 Okay. Actor. He's multifaceted man. Yeah. Triple um, threat. That was pretty cool. Um, huh. but yeah, you, you just see it people all the time. Or like, I remember one time I took my dog to the dog park and, um, Miranda Cosgrove was there. Do you know her? She's like a Disney, Disney yeah, star. Yeah. 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 She's yeah, one yeah. of those people that I didn't, I did, she was like younger than me. So I didn't watch her mm-hmm. growing up or anything, but I like vaguely knew who she was. Yeah. And they were just kind of like, Oh, Hey, cool. Hey, what's up? Did you talk to her? I said hello, but not like, I didn't, I wasn't like, Oh my gosh, I kind of know who you are. I just was. You like, were on the Disney Channel. <laughs> I just said hello and then kept walking. You're probably well on your way to some sort of public breakdown. <laughs> anyway, that's um, you know sometimes that happens to child stars. Yeah. Sad more thing often about it. Not I would. Think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or actually, one time I. Oh um, yeah. Macaulay Culkin. No, I didn't. No. Okay. Um, this is a not a celebrity. Not everyone will know, but I was I fostered a kitten and then I was trying to get it adopted and the person. I was talking to this lady and she's like, yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. I want the cat. She came to my house to come pick up the cat. And it was the lady who was in um, Little House on the Prairie. Do you remember that show? No. It's a very, very old show. And I didn't really know who that she was That doesn't sound either, like a famous person. I mean, she was it's fam- very famous. That was a very famous show back in the day. We're just not. Oh, but she went to your house. It. Yeah, she came to my house. Oh. Um, But it was funny. I was like talking to her and I had no idea who she was. And then I forget who... I forget how it came about that because I'd never seen that show. It was like a very old show, but then yeah. it was like a she's a very well known lady. Huh. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. So stuff like that happened, which was cool. Um, awesome. But it just wasn't for me. Anyway. Yeah. Something that's still on my bucket list. Oh my gosh, there's so many things on my. Bucket so many list. things. All right, yeah. give me two then. Um, I definitely want to go to like some sort of like. Safari to okay. see elephants in their natural habitat. Okay, that is like high, very high on my bucket list. That'd be cool. So like you could go hunt them. Of, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I just want to look at them from far yes. away yes. and no, and just see their beauty from admire their beauty from a distance. Um, but I love elephants; they're my favorite animal. And really? Yeah. Huh. And I went to a uh, rescue place in tennessee to go okay. see them and it was just so magical to be like that close to some sort of creature was it the that tiger so... king place it wasn't <laughs> oh no this was in hohenwald tennessee huh it's called the elephant sanctuary um 
and it was amazing. And I would I would love to see them in their natural habitat. So I don't know. That sounds really cool. I don't have like a place in mind that I want to go specifically, like not to his, like somewhere in Africa. I don't know which country yet, but I would yeah. like to pick somewhere and, and, and plan that trip at some point in life. Sounds very cool. Yeah. I like that. You know yeah. what's adorable? What? Baby elephants. <laughs> Tell me about <laughs> really it. Really adorable, yeah. And they're like the smartest creatures of all time. They're so really? insanely smart. Really? Really smart. And super family oriented. They like they stay Aww. together in the little packs. It's 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 insane. They're that's adorable. amazing. Wow. So yeah, that's definitely that sounds great. Definitely bucket list material. What about you? You weren't gonna do a second one? Because you said you had so many. Don't you oh, want to do oh, like a sailing I'm thing? I'm going to sail across an uh, ocean. A uh, ocean? Another thing that I haven't specifically picked an ocean yet, but I will sail across an ocean like from here to Europe or from California to Hawaii or something. That's not across an ocean. That's just like part of the ocean. It's In only the halfway. ocean. All right, I'll go to Japan. Okay. <laughs> That's really far, Japan. I think. <laughs> I would do the, US, the here to... Here to Europe. Here yeah, to Europe. I, I think I would like to sail from here to Portugal. That seems like where... That I, sounds nice. Yeah, that, I think that's where I'd want to end up. That's a nice trip. Yeah. Sounds horrible. I would never no, want to do that. why? I don't know. You're on a tiny little boat in the big ocean. You're on a tiny little rock right now in a big world. You mean, oh You're God. like an ant in this world, no matter oh. where you are. Oh, God. That's <laughs> true. That's so true. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, cool. I'm, Sign me up. I'm there. <laughs> uh, all right. My bucket list things. Um... Go on a plane. <laughs> Check that off. Yeah. I had done didn't, that several times. Many times now, but I didn't <laughs> I hadn't gone on a plane until I was probably like 22 or 23. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of poor growing up, so no planes. Okay. Planes were not part of the <laughs> equation. It was uh my dad's work van. <laughs> just clear it out yeah that's throw the couch in the back and that's <laughs> what we did for vacation me and my two brothers my mom and dad in the work van with did you a, like camp out of the van or that was just strictly for that was just uh, for travel trans- <laughs> yeah just a couch in the back of the van uh things were different back then i guess <laughs> in the 90s can you imagine doing that now no like strapping a, a a couch in the back and then being like max it's not strapped. It's just sitting in there. Okay. Like it's just right. there. Even worse, putting that in there and then just being like Max. Yeah, I was roll like roll around the back of the I van. I was definitely for a while. going on these trips when I was like four or five. <laughs> it was crazy. Very That's irresponsible. Cool. I bet it felt fun though. Uh, no, because it was just yeah. fighting instantly. It was just like we'd get like an hour away and it would be like, I'll turn this car around. I swear, my two brothers are fighting each other and I'm just like there because I'm younger than them and like just caught in the cross it was horrible it was really not <laughs> not great so yeah, that uh, sounds terrible all right well that's why i guess yeah i really want to really want to go on a plane so check that off now i'm on planes all the time yeah and you know what's amazing what anytime uh max sees a plane mm-hmm. he points to it and he says dad dad oh yeah it's really adorable that is pretty cute um so yeah now i'm just like a, a seasoned traveler yeah now you're just a plane guy Something still on my bucket list. Huh. Hadn't thought of that. <laughs> you got anything for me? Mm-hmm. Something I should put on there? Mm-hmm. No, you know what? Actually, something that has been on my bucket list, run a marathon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you're not even going to just run a marathon. You're going to run an ultra one later this year, so. 
Or I could just run like a really slow eight hour long, like 10 miles. (laughs) (laughs) TBD on that. So uh, I guess I'll be happy if I surpass uh, marathon distance. So we'll see. Yeah, that'd be incredible. I'll have to put more things on my bucket list because two of the top things will be off the list possibly this year. (laughs) So something to think about. Definitely something to think about. All right, my question. Oh, yeah, that was only just my... Okay, we still have a whole other question. All right, let's go. Uh, Would you rather no one show up to your wedding or no one show up to your funeral? Uh, Funeral. Because you'll be dead and it won't matter either way. Yeah, (laughs) I I don't care. Uh, Something about funerals and being buried like really weirds me out. You don't have to be buried. Well, you can be cremated. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like either of those things? I don't like that. No, I just want to be like put on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's like kind of frowned upon. You just die and they're like, all right, just stay there. We'll put (laughs) him to rest right here. We'll leave him right next to this rock. What's that? Yeah. What's that? What's that golf term? Play where it lies. Yeah. But just leave it where it lies. (laughs) Just leave him where he, leave him where he dies. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Something about obviously getting like thrown into an oven and incinerated into ash is yeah. kind of weirds me out. And then also like decomposing inside of a casket. Mm-hmm. Like you are in this like beautiful decorative piece of like death furniture and you are just like decomposing inside of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it like prevents you from going back into the earth. Until the coffin itself dissolves. Yeah. But they're built pretty damn sturdy. Yeah. So I'd say like like bugs or anything helping you along. Because it's like. (laughs) They probably get in there somehow. I mean, eventually, probably. Yeah. Don't like maggots just like kind of spontaneously arrive. (laughs) I'm not sure about that. I don't know. But something about that weirds me out. Like I want to, I don't know, become part of the earth. Yeah. Okay. But not incinerated. I just want to like (laughs) slowly decompose not super far underground so that someone can find my skeleton, not too distant future. Mm. Oh, that adds a fun element to it. Yeah. Someone digs what? you up and they're like, man, did he get murdered oh, okay. or did he die of natural yeah. causes? And then they have to figure right, it right, out. Right, 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 right. Part of me forgot how we started talking about this. What was the original question? Oh yeah. So <laughs> would you rather have no one go to your, your wedding, wedding or your funeral? funeral? Uh, but then again, I think, uh, I mean, it's sad either way. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to really answer it. Like, I think that uh, if nobody comes to your funeral, it means that you were just like a crappy person. Yeah. Or maybe you were just like a private hermit. <laughs> that. So if I decide to be some sort of recluse and I die and no one comes to the funeral, I won't be upset. Yeah. But if I died like tomorrow be and nobody came. to just be like an eccentric recluse. Yeah. I think, well. Yeah, not so bad. Yeah. I would lose my mind very, <laughs> very quickly. Yeah, probably. All right. What about you? Um, Well, I had almost no one at my wedding, so. How was that? I kind of feel like I checked that box off. I mean, it wasn't great, but uh, yeah, we loped, so no one was there. Yeah. Well, in uh, this scenario, it's more like you invite everyone, people yeah, and, and no they don't show up. up. Yeah. I hope when anybody. I send out invites to my funeral, people show up. <laughs> I hope um, I hope no one comes to my funeral because I just outlive all my loved ones and then I'm just the last one to go. But I'll, I guess that would be a sad way to live if you're just like 
everybody else is dead and you're just still hanging out. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I guess funeral. <laughs> I'll be dead. Who cares? I'm going to outlive everybody. Everyone's going to die. I'm going to be here. Everyone is going to die. Yeah, with that attitude. <laughs> I'm going to live forever as a computer. Ooh, AI. Didn't AI. You, were you the one that told me the other day that like... We're the like, singularity is coming. What's that? It's where we... Uh, human consciousness uh, becomes uh, like downloadable onto some sort of uh, internet. Oh, yeah. And we're like 40 years away from that or something? Like 2045. That's when oh. people predict it's going to happen. Ray Kurzweil. Who's that? He's like a leading like futurist guy. And you hear the stuff he says and you're like... This He's a is- futurist? That sounds like the most Fugazi title. I'm going to okay, say I'm uh, a futurist. Uh, <laughs> and then all right. I'll be dead by the time anything that no, I said is going to come true. Yeah. Read this. Read the stuff that he says about the future and like what's going to happen. You're like, this person is insane. And then look at all of the stuff that he's like invented and like predicted. He was like the head of engineering at Google. He like. What did he predict? Like all kinds of stuff with technology. Hmm. And he like invented so much technology. It's crazy. Like. You look into him and you're like, oh my God, this guy might be right. Hmm. Okay. It's pretty freaky. No, no, no. I read a book by him. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Sounds a little scary. It is a little freaky. I think I'll just live in my bubble over here, just keeping my brain in my head. Okay. Teach to their own. Yeah. All right. Well, I think, uh, did we get all the squirrely energy out? I think so. I think that was a. We're we're at 57 minutes. Yeah. I think we made up for two and a half minutes. I ain't got anything else to say. Uh, I'm just really excited about this new podcast studio. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I stopped I, talking about I, it. I know. I don't want to go to our next job. I just want to, you know, it's like a cool, fun little project. You know yeah. what I mean? To build out the studio. I know. I'm, I'm very I'm excited. much looking forward to it. I might go there right after this. <laughs> I got the key. Yeah. So. I need a key. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I hope I get granted the permission one day. All right, I guess we can just end it a little bit early. <laughs> do you want to ramble on about anything else for a couple minutes? I do not at all. Okay. Well, with no more further ado, <laughs> I bid you goodbye. <laughs> all right, well, whatever. I'm starting to lose it. See you next week, everybody. <laughs> Till next time, this has been the Hardworking Happy Hour. See you next week. <laughs>